The Rocking Al Show. On this podcast, Zyro will be discussing how narcissists all follow the same patterns, and she will be giving you 15 signs you're dealing with a narcissist from a therapist's point of view. Narcissists all follow the same patterns. Here are some of the most common phrases they use to manipulate you. Narcissists often follow the same pattern in relationships, idealize, devalue, discard. They also have a certain way of talking to manipulate their victims. Here are some things narcissists are likely to say in relationships, and when to expect them. It's possible to meet someone and feel like you've known them your whole life. Often, this just means you're comfortable in each other's company. But sometimes it can be a sign of something more sinister particularly if someone you're dating is professing their love for you when you've only known them for five minutes. Narcissists sometimes engage in love bombing pretending to be everything you've ever wanted, only to turn it back on you further down the line. It's a manipulative tactic to reel in their targets. First, they shower them with affection and gifts. Then, they start gaslighting and abusing their victim, causing them to wonder what's real. It's all part of the plan to gain total control. Although there's no global summit for all dark triad people to get together and discuss their tactics, they do seem to operate in a similar way. It's like they read from the same manual, even though nobody gives them that manual, said psychologist Perpetua Neo, who works with victims of narcissistic abuse. They're almost programmed in the same way. Here are certain phrases narcissists use, and ways they express things, that may be eerily familiar to anyone who has dealt with one. They love bomb you during the idealization stage. Relationships with narcissists move very quickly. Neo said some people simply do mesh really well, because they have similar interests and complement each other's differences. But anybody who tries to do it too quickly early on is basically accelerating intimacy, and that is bad news, she said. Anybody who has to do that suggests they are doing something a bit creepy. In the first few weeks narcissists will say things like, You're my soulmate. I've never met anyone like you before. You understand me so much better than anyone else. It's fate that we met. I've never felt this way about anyone before. Am I your only friend? You're my only friend. We don't need anyone else. You're so kind, creative, smart, beautiful, and perfect. We'll be together forever. Then the devaluation stage happens. Once a narcissist has hooked their victim, they start showing their true self. This is where the insults and put-downs start slipping into what they say. They suddenly criticize things about the partner that they once seemed to love, everything they say is part of their scheme to shatter their partner's confidence. But the nastiness is intertwined with some affection, because the narcissist knows they have to keep up the illusion that the relationship is worth saving. By pretending they can still be loving, the narcissist makes their victim believe the insults are their own fault. During this phase narcissists may utter some of these phrases. You're crazy. You're too sensitive.
No wonder nobody else likes you. My friends hate you, but I always defend you and have your back. You're so insecure. What's wrong with you? Aren't I more important to you than your friends? Your tears won't work on me. Why are you crying? You're being so manipulative. They will explain away their behavior. Alena Sigliano, a licensed psychotherapist, author, and clinical expert in narcissistic abuse, told Insider many of the phrases that pathological narcissists use fall under the manipulative tactic category she refers to as distraction. For example, narcissists may deflect, project, victimize themselves, or scapegoat another person as a means to distract someone from focusing on a failure or shortcoming of the narcissist. She said, projection is an example of deflecting back onto the accuser. They will probably start explaining away their behavior if they are ever challenged on it, saying things like, I'm like this because my parents were so mean to me. My ex cheated on me. Love is just hard. We have to work on it. Everyone abandons me, so you have to help me. I'm acting this way because I'm scared to lose you. I don't do it on purpose, I have a problem. Don't you remember how good things were at the start? You need to stop being so selfish, careless. Busy with other people. You can't blame me, you know I have a problem. The will criticize everything their victim loves and isolate them. A person in a relationship with a narcissist is subject to constant criticism, said the psychiatrist Dr. Edward Ray Tush in an interview with Insider. The love they receive can feel transactional, as a narcissist's need for acceptance and constant approval sucks up all the light and leaves their partner forever in the shadows, said Ray Tush. Who founded the mental health platform so hummed? They'll try to devalue everything their victim loves, such as their interest and hobbies, and even their family. They'll insult everything they can, saying things such as, I don't like your friends they're not good enough for you. You like that? It's terrible. I can't believe you enjoy doing this. Your family doesn't like me. You probably shouldn't see them as much. If you leave and see your friends, I'll be angry. They will guilt trip you and make you feel lucky. Clinical psychologist Lauren Cook told Insider that narcissists know how to induce guilt and indebtedness fast. This creates a power divide in the relationship, she said, and makes them the dominant partner. They may be quick to say, if you really loved me, or if you really cared, rather than try to earn your respect or take your feedback that you need to set a boundary, she said. They try to lay the guilt on thick so that you feel like you're a bad person for not doing everything in your power to make the narcissist feel special. They may say, You're lucky to be with me. You're lucky to be in my presence. You're so fortunate to be receiving my time and attention with everything else I have going on. They play to their advantages. Narcissists also play to their advantages, especially if they are older than their victim, or brought them over from a foreign country. They'll assert their authority by saying, I've been through more relationships, 
so this is why I'm saying this. You can't wear that, because I said so. That makes you look stupid. Your dress is too short. You know I'm smarter. You know I know more about this than you. I'm the local here, I know better. They will wear you down. When a narcissist has completely worn their victim down, they may tire of them. It might be because they've bled them dry of funds, or they've simply found someone new to abuse. Either way, at this stage their insults will reach the worst level, and they'll find more ways to tear their partner down, ensuring they leave the relationship as the winner. They'll hurl poison at their victim, such as Everybody hates you. You're a bad person. Nobody else will ever love you. I'm the best you'll ever have. Have fun being alone for the rest of your life. You did this to yourself. It will only get worse. The only way to escape a narcissist's insults and threats is to get away from them, and run fast and far, Neo said. They keep their victims in a constant state of stress, and they know exactly where to dig the knife in deeper. So you are just kept on your toes, and bending further backwards like a dancing monkey, Neo said. And nothing will ever change, things will just get worse. Leaving a narcissist can resemble defending oneself against a shark, said Ray Tush. You have to punch them right in the nose, he said. Despite the fierceness of their appearance, they often crumble when confronted. Their bullying ways will quickly dissolve and reveal what's beneath. The best defense you have against their words is your sense of self, he added knowing exactly what your needs are and how they can be used against you. As the master manipulator, the narcissist will know how to influence your thoughts and behaviors, Ray Tush said. Self-awareness offers the best defense against those tactics. If you suspect you might be in an abusive relationship, or you know someone who is, there are services you can reach out to. And now, 15 signs you're dealing with a narcissist, from a therapist. What a narcissist is. Signs you're dealing with a narcissist. Summary When determining whether someone is a narcissist, most people make it more complicated than it needs to be. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it probably is a duck. There are no physical blood tests, MRIs, or exact determinations that can identify narcissism. Even therapists have to go on just observations of the behavior and attitudes that a person presents. So below are all the traits and behaviors that are signs of a narcissist. Not all of these traits have to be present to make a determination of narcissism. According to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which therapists use as a guide, a person needs to exhibit only 55% of the identified characteristics to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. What is a narcissist? If you aren't exactly sure what the term narcissist means, it's someone who has narcissistic personality disorder or NPD, a clinically diagnosed personality disorder characterized by a grandiosity. A need for admiration, and a lack of empathy toward other people. In short, it's someone who believes they're better than everyone else. 
It's been shown that individuals who have NPD often require constant admiration, show arrogance, entitlement, envy, exploitativeness, lack empathy, self-importance, and more. Here are the 15 signs you're dealing with a narcissist. 1. Superiority and Entitlement Superiority is the number one sign of a narcissist. This is different from self-confidence alone. The world of the narcissist is all about good or bad, superior, inferior, and right or wrong. There is a definite hierarchy, with the narcissist at the top, which is the only place they feel safe. Narcissists have to be the best, the most right, and the most competent, do everything their way, own everything, and control everyone. Interestingly enough, narcissists can also get that superior feeling by being the worst, the most wrong, or the most ill, upset, or injured. Then they feel entitled to receive soothing concern and recompense and even the right to hurt you or demand apologies to make things even. This is called vulnerable or covered narcissism. 2. Exaggerated need for attention and validation Another core narcissist trait is the constant need for attention, even just by following you around the house, asking you to find things, or constantly saying something to grab your attention. Validation for a narcissist counts only if it comes from others. Even then, it doesn't count for much. A narcissist's need for validation is like a funnel. You pour in positive, supportive words, and they just flow out the other end and are gone. No matter how much you tell narcissists you love them, admire them, or approve of them, they never feel it's enough because deep down they don't believe anyone can love them. Despite all their self-absorbed, grandiose bragging, narcissists are actually very insecure and fearful of not measuring up. They constantly try to elicit praise and approval from others to shore up their fragile egos, but no matter how much they're given, they always want more. 3. Perfectionism You can spot a narcissist through their extremely high need for everything to be perfect. They believe they should be perfect, you should be perfect, events should happen exactly as expected, and life should play out precisely as they envision it. This is an excruciatingly impossible demand, which results in the narcissist feeling dissatisfied and miserable much of the time. The demand for perfection leads the narcissist to complain and be constantly dissatisfied. 4. Great need for control Manipulation and trying to grab control of everything is archetypal narcissist behavior. Since narcissists are continually disappointed with the imperfect way life unfolds, they want to do as much as possible to control it and mold it to their liking. They want and demand to be in control, and their sense of entitlement makes it seem logical to them that they should be in control of everything. Narcissists always have a storyline in mind about what each character in their interaction should be saying and doing. When you don't behave as expected, they become quite upset and unsettled. They don't know what to expect next because you're off script. They demand that you say and do exactly what they have in mind so they can reach their desired conclusion. You are a character in their internal play, not a real person with your own thoughts and feelings. This is why breaking up with a narcissist can be particularly tricky. 5. 
Lack of responsibility. Lack of responsibility, including blaming and deflection, is a glaring sign of a narcissist. Although narcissists want to be in control, they never want to be responsible for the results, unless, of course, everything goes exactly their way and their desired result occurs. When things don't go according to their plan or they feel criticized or less than perfect. The narcissist places all the blame and responsibility on someone else to maintain their own facade of perfection. It has to be someone else's fault. Sometimes that blame is generalized, everyone's out to get them. Most often, however, the narcissist blames the one person who is the most emotionally close, most attached, loyal, and loving in their life. The victims of their narcissistic abuse are the safest people to blame because they are least likely to leave or reject them. 6. Lack of Boundaries Many people lack boundaries or cross other people's boundaries regularly, but among narcissists, this is status quo behavior. Narcissists can't accurately see where they end and you begin. They are a lot like two-year-olds. They believe that everything belongs to them, everyone thinks and feels the same as they do, and everyone wants the same things they do. They are shocked and highly insulted to be told no. If a narcissist wants something from you, they'll go to great lengths to figure out how to get it through persistence, cajoling, demanding, rejecting, or pouting. These are all common narcissist behaviors. 7. Lack of Empathy Narcissists have very little ability to empathize with others, this lack of empathy is a hallmark sign of narcissism. Narcissists tend to be selfish and self-involved and are usually unable to understand what other people are feeling. They expect others to think and feel the same as they do and seldom give any thought to how others feel. They are also rarely apologetic, remorseful, or guilty. Some narcissists also lack an understanding of the nature of feelings. They don't understand how their feelings occur. They think their feelings are caused by someone or something outside of themselves. They don't realize that their feelings are caused by their own biochemistry, thoughts, and interpretations. In a nutshell, narcissists always think you cause their feelings especially the negative ones. They conclude that because you didn't follow their plan or because you made them feel vulnerable, you are to blame. This lack of empathy makes true emotional connection and relationships with narcissists difficult or impossible, where you're dating one or were raised by a narcissist. They just don't notice what anyone else is feeling. 8. Perceiving everything as a threat Although they're highly attuned to perceived threats, anger, and rejection from others, Narcissists frequently misread subtle facial expressions and are typically biased toward interpreting facial expressions as negative. Unless you are acting out your emotions dramatically, the narcissist won't accurately perceive what you're feeling. Even saying I'm sorry or I love you when the narcissist is on edge and angry can backfire. They won't believe you and may even misperceive your comment as an attack. In addition, if your words and expressions aren't congruent, the narcissist will likely respond erroneously or get defensive. 
This is why narcissists often misinterpret sarcasm as actual agreement or joking from others as a personal attack. The lack of ability to correctly read body language, a common narcissist trait, is one reason narcissists are deficiently empathetic to your feelings. They don't see them, they don't interpret them correctly, and overall they don't believe you feel any differently than they do. 9. Emotional Reasoning You've probably made the mistake of trying to reason and use logic with the narcissist to get them to understand the painful effect their behaviors have on you. You think that if they understand how much their behavior hurt you, they'll change. Your explanations, however, don't make sense to the narcissist, who only seems able to be aware of their own thoughts and feelings. Although narcissists may say they understand, they honestly don't. Therefore, narcissists make most of their decisions based on how they feel about something. They simply must have that red sports car based entirely on how they feel driving it, not by whether it is a good choice to make for the family or for the budget. If they're bored or depressed, they want to move or end the relationship or start a new business. They always look to something or someone outside themselves to solve their feelings and needs. They expect you to go along with their solutions, and they react with irritation and resentment if you don't. 10. Splitting The narcissist's personality is split into good and bad parts, and they also split everything in their relationships into good and bad. Any negative thoughts or behaviors are blamed on you or others, whereas they take credit for everything that is positive and good. They deny their negative words and actions while continually accusing you of disapproving. They also remember things as completely good and wonderful or as bad and horrible. They can't seem to mix these two constructs. A few examples of a narcissist's splitting behavior in action. Marty labeled the whole vacation ruined and the worst ever because the hotel room didn't meet his expectations and the weather wasn't perfect. Bob was blamed for 20 years because he wasn't there when his wife had their first child even though he was stranded in Chicago in a snowstorm. Alice's husband dismissed her concerns about the $30,000 cost for the new landscaping because he loved it. Narcissists aren't able to see, feel, or remember both the positive and the negative in a situation. They can deal with only one perspective at a time, theirs. 11. Fear of Rejection and Ridicule The narcissist's entire life is motivated and energized by fear. You wouldn't initially pick this out as a sign of a narcissist though because most narcissists' fears are deeply buried and repressed. They're constantly afraid of being ridiculed, rejected, or wrong. They may have fears about germs, about losing all their money, about being emotionally or physically attacked, about being seen as bad or inadequate, or about being abandoned. This makes it difficult and sometimes impossible for the narcissist to trust anyone else. In fact, the closer your relationship becomes, the less they will trust you. Narcissists fear any true intimacy or vulnerability because they're afraid you'll see their imperfections and judge or reject them. No amount of reassurance seems to make a difference, because narcissists deeply hate and reject their own shameful imperfections. Narcissists never seem to develop trust in the love of others, 
and they continually test you with worse and worse behaviors to try to find your breaking point. Their gripping fear of being found out or abandoned never seems to dissipate. 12. Anxiety Anxiety is an ongoing, vague feeling that something bad is happening or about to happen. Some narcissists show their anxiety by talking constantly about the doom that is about to happen, while some hide and repress their anxiety. But most narcissists project their anxiety onto their closest loved ones, accusing them of being negative, unsupportive, mentally ill, not putting them first, not responding to their needs, or being selfish. All this is designed to transfer anxiety to the loved one in an attempt to not feel it themselves. As you feel worse and worse, the narcissist feels better and better. In fact, they feel stronger and more superior as you feel your anxiety and depression grow. 13. Deeply repressed shame Narcissists don't feel much guilt because they think they are always right, and they don't believe their behaviors really affect anyone else. But they harbor a lot of shame. Shame is the belief that there is something deeply and permanently wrong or bad about who you are. Buried in a deeply repressed part of the narcissist are all the insecurities, fears and rejected traits that they are constantly on guard to hide from everyone, including themselves. The narcissist is acutely ashamed of all these rejected thoughts and feelings. Keeping their vulnerabilities hidden is essential to the narcissist's pretend self-esteem or false self. Ultimately, however, this makes it impossible for them to be completely real and transparent. 14. An inability to be truly vulnerable Because of their inability to understand feelings, their lack of empathy, and constant need for self-protection, narcissists can't truly love or connect emotionally with other people. They cannot look at the world from anyone else's perspective. This makes them emotionally needy. When one relationship is no longer satisfying, they often overlap relationships or start a new one as soon as possible. They desperately want someone to feel their pain, to sympathize with them, and to make everything just as they want it to be. It's a form of codependency, except they have little ability to respond to your pain or fear or even your day-to-day -day need for care and sympathy. 15. An inability to communicate or work as part of a team. Thoughtful, cooperative behaviors require a real understanding of each other's feelings. How will the other person feel? Will this action make both of us happy? How will this affect our relationship? These are questions that narcissists don't have the capacity or the motivation to think about. Don't expect the narcissist to understand your feelings, give in, or give up anything they want for your benefit. It's useless. The takeaway from all this is. There are many types of narcissists, but these are some qualities they all have in common. Keep in mind. This podcast is intended to outline the common signs you may be dealing with a narcissist, and is not meant to treat or diagnose anyone. Again, if you suspect you might be in an abusive relationship, or you know someone who is, there are services you can reach out to. Thanks for listening.
If you like this and the other podcasts and got some value from it, please hit the like and the subscribe buttons and leave a comment in the comment sections below. Be sure to ring the bell so you can be aware of future uploads and live broadcasts. Thanks for listening. The Rocky Nell Show.